Session one, during time scale. So, we pick up here. Thanks, Arya. After you hastily finish writing your letter to yourself, your diary, your journal, your whatnot, within which opining on the last four days, how they seem to be so fast yet so slow. Essentially, you've been cooped up in the palace, the castle, which is large enough that you could find entertainment enough, but essentially every waking moment you are been asked to be near Elspeth. The goal being reach her within seconds so that uh, if any foul play does become afoot, you could whisk her away. Even times when it could behoove for you to look like her and sound like, like her. All things that were fortunately not necessary during these four days. He also wrote about Earth and Norwin leaving you. Norman hopefully being back in the next day, maybe two, depending on, on how long he and Irv take. But you're not sure when you'll see your um, dwarven friend again. You know that there's supposedly peace, if it can be called that. A truce is more likely well, what it, it truly is, if even it's true, between the court city the all of Ceremonia and your enemies to the east. You expect that over the months to come, there will be times when the, the crown will need you to speak on their behalf to their allies, to rebuild alliances, friendships, and the such. But right now, everyone is on extreme edge. It's only been four days, a little, little over now, since Dirge's demise. And while conversations with the Crow have been kept, nobody knows of them. The Crown will find ways to communicate that with the generals, the weapons masters, the other nations. There will need to be a reckoning. They will need to be told that there has been a, a, a truce has been set. And Daniel has taken upon that entire thing himself. He wants Elspeth's mind to be solely on safety and finding ways to deal with problems within the city above all else. For indeed, fortunately, um, thanks in no small part to a mysterious magical traveler that came by that you know was Commodore Guff or Morgan Kikin in, in, in disguise. Um, he helped to rebuff the initial onslaught and then the weather took a sudden turn for the worse and a deluge of rain almost turning to um, sleet despite the, the warming spring weather sent the com commoners back to their um, homes their alleys, their hovels, their tents. Um, quite a couple, couple hour trek to get there, indeed. In any case, it has been a relatively dull but 
constantly anxiety inducing for days. But finally, um, as far as Annie understands, uh, um, she will be cut free if you, well, from being tied via cord, it seemed, to Elspeth. And the real catalyst for this is the others. Um, other guards, mages even, paladins and clerics, fully vetted by the likes of Vidaniel and Eklund and others, will be here to tend to her needs in the short term, knowing that Anaxoria cannot always be by her side. So fortunately, those that had been uh, involved in the scrap at, at the pavilion of the host had been healed, their energies recovering, and them being so thoroughly vetted that safety is, while still at the utmost of, of, of everyone's mind, it is not all being dropped on, on Annie and, and Eklund and Daniel's laughs. So Elspeth comes back, hand on her stomach a bit. <sighs> Thank you for your patience. Any way I can help? Uh, no, I have other pe pe people for, for that. Thank you very much. And indeed, you do see two attendants following her. These women also being well vetted. One younger, a bit, though a bit older than Annie, and one much older, much more matronly, has been tending to the uh, uh, women folk of the crown for decades and decades and decades. I think soon, uh, do you have plans? I, I imagine once you're able to leave the castle and palace, you'll, you'll be thankful to, to be back out there. I don't think I'll be heading out anytime soon, at least not if Eklund and my brother have their way, but you, you'll be able to go out again. Any plans? I'm assuming going to my apartment and sleeping for, oh, I don't know, a month? You've been sleeping while here, though, right? You haven't been up the whole time. Oh, no. Eklund doesn't keep me up that much. Okay, good. Because if he was, I'd have to have strong words with him. You're sleeping, though, right? Yes. As best I can. Exactly. It is hard for me to believe it's only been two weeks, two weeks and three days since my mother and father and everything else came with that. Less than 20 days. And then it's only been Four days now since my botched coronation. Almost seems like a, a bad haircut. Like they're doing something to your head, you can't see it, and then after, afterwards they show you a mirror and you go, I don't like that, but what can you do about it? Wait it out? Exactly. And that's what Daniel and Eklund and all my advisors and the generals and everybody says is Nothing more that we can do but wait it out. 
have the civis son right detractions uh, explaining that this was all a, a ruse by our enemy and a reminder that our enemy is still amongst us which is terrible in its own sense the point of this memorial coronation was to show light and hope and instead it ends up showing nope sleep with daggers under your pillows is that such a bad thing though in these times have you ever considered maybe not all the information but some of it should become more widely known i know i know i know i don't disagree and earth would i i remember his words very well before my coronation, weeks, we week beforehand, when he said, "What kind of queen do I want to to be?" I thought that showing my wings and armor would, during my coronation, it would be a, a a good thing. And I don't think that it wasn't a good thing, but it's hard for me to be. That's who I am. But I always thought I'd be on Gwena riding. Like my brother, I looked up to him as a person, but also what he did. The age of 16, he left. He renounced. That's why he refuses to be king. He renounced and went about the world. And sure, there was an army to lead. And the people sing songs about Vidaniel. They don't sing songs about Elspeth. At least not this one. Yet. Yet. Plus... I have it on good authority. You do know someone who happens to write songs. That's right. That that our steel or yes steel Arawak figure. Yep. If you want to turn into a comedy, otherwise I was going to say Norman could take a shot at it. Hmm. His voice like a songbird, literally. Mm-hmm. My, my understanding, yes. depending on the time of day. For what it's worth, I am proud of you. Or stepping in. No, it's not easy, and you're taking it in pretty good stride. Well, somebody quite literally had to. That's a very mature response. Very selfless. Her frown deepens, or her smirk vanishes as a frown deepens and she turns and says could you two give us just a few moments thank you and they respectfully take those steps back Um, there's always a few a couple guards around as well though really even guards after seeing what the last one could do, uh, even they have been instructed to stand back and if any one of them steps forward, the others are are to kill him to hold him in back. So they're all like very, very really. You and Daniel Eklund, few others have been allowed to fully. Even the um the attendants have been, they are patted down to make sure by yourself, make sure they're not they're not hiding any weapons or magical implements. No precaution is enough, it seems. They could still be the enemy. The sorcerer could have been in the whole time, but that has to be a point, and so far it seems to have done well. But in this moment, in this um, well, this hallway, where you two just begin to step your way through past 
some crackling fireplaces. She seems to be leading you and, and the guards flanking the um, walls a bit behind as Elspeth is leading the way. She appears to be leading you down these spiral stone staircases past tapestries of gold and signs and, and armor and glass cases of crowns of, of, of the past burned by dragon fire, so they say, though those stories from centuries ago seem to be replaying themselves in more recent times. She seems to be leading you toward the first level, maybe the throne room, maybe um, the door to leave. Um, you haven't seen, seen Eklund for a couple hours now, probably doing the final vetting of the guards and, and whatnot to lead them here. But in this slight bubble that you have around you where others are giving you space, her voice drops, um, much like her smirk it did moments prior. And she murmurs to you, do you still think we did the right thing? Vaniel won't give me any details about what the crow is truly after. He says it's safer if fewer know the truth, and he doesn't even know it all himself. And all I need to know is that it, whatever it is, is safely out of our hands and the enemy's. But do you really think that that was the right thing? I do for now. I know it benefits him, but it also benefits us. And if we happen to get our docks in order before the nine months is up, who's to say we can't break the truce by very quickly and very efficiently punching through? It's not that I'm thinking about. It's whatever that... Yes, I think that it benefits both sides to have this and the truce, and that's not... I don't know what this thing is that he truly desired, and that is what Vanya won't tell me, but Annie, I know part of it is selfish, but I also know that this war and the coalition would be far, far better off with my mother back on the, th back on the, th the throne. She was a true hero and a worthy heir. Nobody questioned her. Now all the commoners think of me as a tyrant after what happened with Dirge, and the nobility think of me as unworthy, according to the gods themselves. The statue of Dodora looking at me and practically spitting on, on the crown. My reputation growing up, frankly, doesn't really help dissuade either viewpoint. I was a bit of a brat and a tyrant. My, bro my brother should be king, but he renounces any birthright to that. I just, I know we'd be better off with my mother back, even if part of that is completely selfish. We can find someone else to bring her back if we get to that point. It's... He is not the only one in this entire world that can do that. It's less the person, it's more the means. Those diamonds, he, according to... And I, according to the aspect of the mind, there was about 37,000 gold worth of diamonds that left, that were, are now gone. We can take every diamond that we have and bring bring them all together, and they 
they will, they would hardly amount to that. We will get more diamonds. Norwin is going to take care of things. All I know is, for now, we have done the right thing. We don't plan on keeping you in the dark forever. And probably a much shorter amount of time than what you think. But I do need Norwin here before we can discuss it with you. Please don't misunderstand. I am not cross at only. My mind is already full enough, I feel. If there's things I shouldn't know, I, I still, I may resent my brother. I do resent my brother. But I'd still trust him, and I trust you and Norwin and Earth, and if you all agree that it's better for me not to know, then I will trust that. But if you believe that it is better for me to know something, <laughs> I guess my point is, Annie, and she grabs your hand, my point is, you're the only one standing beside me right now. And I'm pretty sure if you wanted to, I don't, I just trust you. And I didn't think that the colorful tiefling girl I met at the ruins of the Katrave Vale would become somebody so close to me. Well, you only watch someone get eaten by a frog hemoth so many times, and only with those most special to you. It was like a play. It was like a, a what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, when it spittered out, it was a tragedy. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like a divine divine comedy. Is, is that what, what they call it? We will find our ways, Elspeth. And... The boys and I have been talking, and plans are in motion. Just give me a week or two, okay? I understand. I mean, if what you say, if if even six months from now, if before, if we can bring my mother back, then do I just give her the crown? I think I would give her the crown. For and how long, be, though? She wasn't that old. Yeah. Eventually you will have to become queen. That's fine, but I mean, eventually it's a whole different thing. Right? No. Okay. Ten years from now, I think I'll be in a bit better spot, don't you? No. Twenty? No. I think you're in a perfectly fine spot now. You say that, but I still hardly know what I'm doing. No one does when they start, and no one does in the middle. And they rarely do at the end. If you want to know a secret I've learned about adults is none of them know what they're doing. Well... Eklund keeps, keeps telling me I need to, to practice my own defenses and at least in my mother's passing, I, I did I did inherit this and she held her hand open and there's a wisps of 
mist silvery lines that co coalesce and from the base up there's a that wand that appears and falls into her hand and you see this beautiful ivory piece with silver and gold lines that, that, that crawl around it and though Anikstar herself never saw the, the object in you she's seen Elspeth over these last four days practicing with it and practicing with it and according to Eklund at least um, this has been passed down the Valdemar line from queen to king queen to king never leaving Valdemar hands though all this time it is, it is an, an artifact well over a millennial old and it was with this that that they believe it holds true celestial power. You've seen Elspeth cast a variety of spellcraft from it, create daylight and shoot this and that and, and heal wounds and the such, but you've also seen her flip it upside down and it transforms into a beautiful ivory bow with a golden drawstring that she, she pulls and a shaft of, of solid condensed light appears and she emits it when it transforms to a trampling unicorn or pegasus it clearly an artifact of tremendous power that uh is in the hands of this young sovereign who is just trying to learn how to how to wield such might and hoping that she never has to just keep practicing on eklund He's strong enough. He can take it. I'll remember that. Speak of the devil. And as she was, she did indeed take a left rather than a right. So you were getting a sense that she was leading you to the doors of Castle Sassent to, to exit. Perhaps not exit the full palace, but at least walk the grounds, um, the such. As you step out of the, the, the Castle Sassent doors, you see Eklund there and a smattering uh, and Vanium and a smattering of other paladins and, and, and clerics and fully armored guards um, attendants and, and the such and you see this beautiful place fixed but when the first time you walked through here you remember these gardens were full of nobles and travelers and artists and music the castle may have been sealed tightly, sure, as a castle of royalty should, but the palace was a known place. The doors were open, now shut, closed. Your eyes glance over to a domicile that you never entered. Um, Norwin did, did once, where the, where the queen mother um, resided, a mother-in-law suite, if, if you will, though it was a two-story manor. Now, still in use, but every single inch of it being combed over by Eklund him himself in his off times when he hardly ever gets to ascertain, was there any evidence of this? Is there any lingering threat? Is there any connection from that uh, undead mind flare that was within her still here? He's not found a single thing yet. 
Speth holds the, the, the wand between her hands and she smushes it and it just dissipates to mist as Daniel and Eklund follow the, the eyes of all these folk over their shoulders to see you two walking down. Elspeth says, Are these the ragtag bunch that will be watching my shadow and escorting me to the, to the privy? Does it take a dozen and a half folk to replace this one fine lass next to me? Eklund. Daniel smiles, but it's a thin-lipped smile. The, 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 the normal smiles that you saw her in, even at the tra- travesty shortly after Firesong's death, is just gone. That man, a shattered husk. Now, this thin-lipped smile still greets the words, um, prefacing his comments of at least this amount. If I had it my way, it would be, it'd be double or tri- triple this. But every body needs to be thoroughly vetted. And I am assuring you at least that these 18 will do the job faithfully. Amongst them you do see Alcus and um, Javesque apparently making the, making the cut themselves. Several other fully armored guards, several additional attendants, a mage with a, a hood, though not, not up, uh, uh, around him right now, books in leather straps, at his side, a smile, long white hair, um, and a smattering of other folk. You do see Havergast, the Rolling Thunder, Cedric Gamora, clearly showing that they are worthy allies in this time, as well as others that you don't quite recognize here. You and Elspeth walk forward, and Eklund nods to you, as he always seems to... um, this is an oddity. Usually he is around you and Elspeth, but as the days went on and he would leave your side, leave her in your care. Everything going all right? As well as can be expected. What do you think? He says, his eyes scanning over the, the 18 individuals there that will be her retinue in a sense. Good start. How do you feel about leaving? You'll call for me. If there's even a whiff that you need me, correct? Yes. Then I accept it. Well, then, I think this would be our good guy for now, though. I'm sure you're not, uh, I'm sure you will not miss seeing my shadow in every door you cross through for a while. But I might miss seeing the rest of you. I will work on things out there. See what I can do. I imagine my cousin is most eager to meet you. 
again. I'm sure he's been quite busy as well as my entire family. I've been in, in brief communication with, with, with them, naturally. And you recall, um, it was, was Eklund that informed you of the several members of House Midani that were infiltrated amongst the 15,000 commoners that were on those, those steps. Watching for any nonsense happening amongst them, not necessarily thinking that nonsense would come from right Up there. behind Dirge. Anything you want me to relay? Tell him to take care of himself and the family, though I'm, I know that he is, he perhaps is taking this more recent position. Perhaps not him personally, but House Madani has been watching Dirge for decades now. I believe he's taken it as a, as a personal challenge now to find who's ever responsible for this and stamp them out. And with me needing to now, especially with, with you going, I'll need to stay by Elspeth. So if you need me, you'll call. If I need you, I will call. And even if we don't need each other, if I figure anything out, I'll write. Write to me, indeed. And if you need me in a more hasty fashion, try to keep a scent or two at, at the ready if you can. I'll of do course. the same. Okay, I fucking hate that machine. Why does it beep constantly? It's the song of its people. Yeah, it's okay, we, we get it. You're dry. Sometimes it's not though. Sometimes it sings because it's like, I'm working, I'm still going. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Have you now a little bit um, um over the table? You have not left the palace in the last four days, but would you have sent? Um, what would you would you have insisted that some items from the apartment would be brought to you, or would you have just left that pristine, and perhaps just? Um, I would have left it pristine and you sending because I wouldn't have wanted to risk anyone going in or out because that would have felt too risky. Yep. I imagine that um, Ekler, uh, um, Norwin and, and Earth probably stopped by briefly on their on their way out, but I assume that what you just said is true. So your correspondence with Elkris has probably been minimal, minimal, and the response has been, "I'm safe. We're safe. The the, the rabble has died down, but they're they're talking louder than ever in Lower Dura, Tavix expanding and it's spreading." everywhere like wildfire but right now it's merely more more oil undoubtedly there will be another spark at some point um, but he's safe and he is happy to hear that here that you're safe as as well so indeed stopping by the apartment at the very least would be uh, something to, to do to get the remainder of your belongings Eklund says, all right, I will escort you, you, if you would be so kind as to, if you're ready to go. Ready as I'll ever be. You will 
walk you around the crowd, which Faniel's now introducing them each to Elspeth, though she knows most of them. Very formalized thing here, and you see Vaniel's eyes looking over all, all of them as he does this. He will look over to you as you go and word, wordlessly just, just give a respectful nod, though not a bow by any means, but a respectful nod to you, and thanks. And I will send one back. I will lead, lead you to that door that... The mysteries of how Eklund so seem to appear next to a, a wall outside, the grand d- d- door never opening, becoming commonplace here. Whether magic or just very good craftsmanship, you're not entirely sure, but you traverse out that way, or at least he escorts you to there, and he will, in a very butlery way that he does, he will bow and gesture for the door as these six guards that are there will prepare to open it as you step forward. And I will bow back deeply, still in my armor, not wanting to curtsy, having learned my lesson before. <laughs> A few days? Be well. Ditto. He'll turn, flapping his black cloak and making his way back in as the doors are open and you are not escorted at this point you are allowed to traverse the the odd winding path what way out as a, a very bored uh, two guards within that passage what way at all times will open for you and as you pass through now you can actually see um because with um Eklund has pointed them out to, to out to you in the past, at least. You see that the ceiling does indeed have those glyphs of boarding. The same sort of magical trap that, huh, if you think about Urfail j- jumping <laughs> on the mind that the, the Mind Flare Island have been stationed every fifteen or so feet. So if need be, the explosion within there would be quite tremendous and anything coming through would be obliterated and the it would simply co- collapse. Structural damage to the wall may be not great, but at least anything immediately passing through would be. And nothing more could fall behind. Precisely. Unless they just weakens the wall and then a big thing can bash its way th- way through, but at least uh well you do the best that you can with what you have. Yep. You finally exit, and you feel something you haven't felt in four days. Though you've spent far longer time than that in the Shadowfell, so you're not entirely unused to the feeling of stagnant air. But here, you feel a breeze on your cheeks, and it's afternoon. A lunch having been had not too long prior, and do what you, what you wish. I would walk back to the apartment because I'm assuming Norman and Earth would have taken the carpet when I would they assume, left. I assume that, that's but I would have instructed also. them to leave it there for me. Okay. Which I would hope they would. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Earth probably won't need it, so. Sounds good. So it'll be quite a walk yep. back to the apartment. A whole lot, uh, other plateau. You can pay a few few coin to take the shuttles that, that you need and whatnot. Um, but 
over several hours time, you could indeed reach the um, apartment without too much trouble. Just That's along the way, by the time you get get there, it would be a later afternoon at that point. Unless you want to like cast cast fly on yourself or something. Okay. Nope, I would be enjoying the time, not doing anything, just walking. To be completely honest. Very good. Very good. Probably would have like glamoured myself to look like a commoner, and just move. It's very smart. You arrive at the familiar establishment that you now call you call your own, though some parts of you still still think of it as Elkris's apartment. It is indeed yours, and you have a key to it. I would go in and immediately write to him on the scroll that's there, because all three of them would still be set up, mm-hmm. back at the apartment. <coughs> Don't plan on leaving. Okay. After that, anything else you'd do? Probably just bum around. <coughs> well, no, I would write to Silerias. Okay. And just say, <coughs> checking in, reminding you I'm here if you ever want. I have not forgotten you. Okay. There is no response from either in the immediate sense. Otherwise, just going to bum around, but stay in the apartment. Yeah, go take a bath, write in my journal. Mm-hmm. It's not too too long. Maybe only twenty five minutes or so. So as you're coming out of the of the um, bath, still dripping a, a bit, towel wrapped wrapped around your 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 body and your your hair, you just go over to check, and you do see that the quill is just finishing a line. From Elkris. Um, he says, he says, glad to, to hear it. Hope you enjoyed the brief freedom. Uh, stay there. Someone's coming to get you. I will go put my studded leather armor back on. Okay. Only about 25 minutes after that, then, you hear a buzzing sound. It's just an odd sound, and then you it stops, and you hear a... on the door. And I will open it. You open it, you know, and even the, the, the little... The little fish, fish lens I hold there if you wish, but you do um, see the familiar form of Kedra, wearing her green cloak, hood up, bow at, at, at her back, um, short swords at her side, dagger in her boot, red, red hair and scarred face right there. And she looks at, looks at you, immediately peers past you into the, into the, the room. Raphael's not here. What's if you're level? disappointed. Just reminded me. I don't know why that reminded me, but I shouldn't change the sound. As she opens the door, the sound of middle on north edge comes comes through a bit more. The bog standard, 
the places, the carts, the water being being drawn up in pails, sloshing around in the well outside. He's not. You are alone. Correct. They both left a few days ago. You said you would hopefully not be alone. He'll be disappointed here. Did he want them too? No, he just is worried about you. Can I can I come in for a moment? Of course, I have to finish packing up some things anyway. There you go. As you open the door and, and enough for her to to walk in, you see people on these um, carts being drawn. There's not a lot of you do see a few horses here and there and hear them, but it's hard to get horses up these areas. But there's mostly people and some horses and whatnot pulling carts and people walking past. Any eye that walks past right now is locked. At first, you think on your apartment, but they're they're not. Your apartment is not even of, of, of interest right now. What is of interest is about 50 feet or so over here is a 12 foot long ebony fly. Its wings there, its proboscis hanging loose, shriveled a, a bit, its big multi-fractal eyes ref reflecting people as, as as they're walking past like polished obsidian, reminding you of other polished obsidian you've seen. And oddly enough, like a normal fly, its hands rubbing together conspiratorially as a ch child just goes, That's a big fucking fly! <laughs> as Kedra cl closes the door. That yours? Hmm? The kid? No. Never been, uh, never been a fan myself. Quite inconspicuous. Well, excuse me for not having a grand carpet, she says, seeing now that yours is, is rolled up in the cor corner. I am assuming the carpet's slower, though, so. It would be probably safer for us to travel together. And as long as you're not carrying uh, an entire bookshelf with, with you, we should both be able to ride the fly. Oh no, I'm not Norman. And I will be rolling up my parchments with the quills. I'm putting them in a bag with, like, one dress. Very good. Can I get you anything? Wine? No, Food? let's just get going, I think. Wasn't sure if you needed to use the loo or something the way you asked to come in. Her eyes are looking around at everything, and even as you're rolling up your parchment, your conversation has to be carried you're, as, as you're essentially shouting as she is walking around, and you hear her footsteps stop, go again, get further, stop, door open. She seems to be checking the entire place. My underwear's in the top drawer if you need to borrow any, if that's what you're looking for. Don't tempt me, girly. Ooh, frills, she says, though you did not, not hear any danger for us. And I'm like, so you don't. I don't have frills. Lace. Norman's, naturally. Of course. She comes back. Find what you were looking for? Didn't find it. Good. Good. Let's go. She'll open the door for you. 
I will walk out, wait for her to get out. Lock it. Lock it. All right, let's walk a bit. She walks you this way over here. And she then whistles. And the fly takes up. People point, and as you are just walking this way, it hovers over lands a bit a bit away as she picks up the pace and you see a adorable little um saddle on but it does have a second one behind slightly and she says thank goodness we're both so light or that this would not be so easily done she hops up holds out a hand to help you brings you up and Kicks it and it takes off relatively quick, quickly. Not as fast as you traveled via, via Norwin, perhaps, but it does take off and people look. Wow. She would also have instructed you to disguise yourself before. Yep. before. Of course. I assume anytime you walk in a row, you're disguised as something. Yep. Just like the most plain Jane commoner. Mm-hmm. One of those faces where you're like, I can't quite remember it. Yep, Josh. Just like brown just hair, brown average. eye, peak of the, the bell curve human. Very, very good. You take off, are flying through the city. Off of, of Middle North Edge, you see the upper parts parts of it looming above you as the giant evening fly wraps around a tower and buzzes off toward the central plateau. A place where you've been before several times. That's you know the very 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 peak would be the the celestial vista. Celeria irritates entire estate as the top of one a huge tower. They're not the top of like the central plateau, which is miles you know you know big. They're just several areas um, to it. Indeed, you are flying. Trey went to bed. Trey's like fuck, fuck this noise. But indeed, you are flying up toward the um, upper central uh, plateau, where the richest of those live, at least as far as you've heard. Indeed, as you're flying, you do see one massive tower that's sort of part of the central plateau, and you're sure that there's probably a dozen other noble estates built inside of that, which is the bizarre thing about this fucking city. There's pro- probably grand stairway and you see um, um, outcroppings and patios that are enormous things and big glass domes and such on this one huge central cylinder that tapers a bit, but it's just enormous. And you imagine that it, it houses a dozen or so noble families. At the very tippy top, it is open-ish, and you see that that is indeed Asteria Irtain's estate. You remember there, the Tain Gala being attended there, having her own theater, her own gardens, her own whatnots, but you buzz right past that, toward the central almost column itself, this amalgamation of towers and whatnot. But there is indeed a superstructure to it. The towers and 
offshoots make it up, but there is a structure to the very center of this piece. And it is to that where you see one of several, but you are buzzing toward a huge dock, might be the only way to really put it. A giant curved semicircle slab of rock and metal with further wooden platforms suspended even off of that, that. There are open wooden buildings, platforms raised upon stilts, walkways, and garish tents even that flap strongly in the wind this high, this high up. Uh, apparently there are enterprising entrepreneurs selling their wares even upon a dock for the highest of probability. From a distance at first, you would almost have thought this was, if this was a normal sized structure, this would have been a, a balcony to a normal sized castle. But instead it is a hundreds of foot wide semicircle dock with tents and wooden platforms and structures and as such. As the fly lands and you um, hop off, you, well the fly, lands, I shouldn't say you hop off, but as, as the fly lands, it lands right next to another familiar face. That of the mutton-chopped and mustachioed blonde strongman um, Brosnan. Long sword at his back as he looks up to Oh, little missy! Long time no see. Though not that long, I suppose. Only Still too long. May I? And I will give him my hand and slide off. This callous, rough, rough hand completely encompasses yours as he helps you you down. He grabs the pack that's just on your your on your your back and says, "And may I?" As he lifts the the, the weight off your shoulders, lifting me as well. <laughs> almost he 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 almost does. He just lifts the weight off your shoulders if you deign to release it. And I will be like, "Oh, who even needs earth?" Who? Well, strap it around himself. The dwarf. Oh, I see, I see. Well, well at least he's not with, with, with you. The master will be, be pleased. Master. What do I say? <laughs> hmm. So, after me, it would, it, would, it would seem. Keep up now. Keep up. As he will begin walking as Kedra will lift up on the on the, the fly. But you still hear the buzzing. She seems to, you can see her sort of lazily hovering. Nice thing, thing about flies is they're very good at staying in one in one place, just hovering. So she's perhaps 80 to 100 feet up right now. Just keeping an, an, an eye as you two begin to traverse. Again, there's open wooden buildings and structures and platforms on stilts, but these garish tents are beautiful and colorful and gilded and silver, and they must, these, these dyes that make up these tents must have cost tens of, of gold each. In a sense, it reminds you of the, the um, shanty pop-up um, shops and, and, and whatnot that are, are on other levels all the way from Tabit's own landing, which is allows you with, with them all the way up to um, the, the um, 
Upper Memphis, where um, Morgrave University is, and Norwin, and, and, and you guys all in, in, enjoyed falafel and, and whatnot. But here you see that this is a much, much smaller affair, and very, very wealthy, unbelievably um, well off. As Brosnan and, and you walk side by side through these on a pathway, you see these these folk, these very um, gaudy almost merchants and such, earrings and jewelry and silks and velvets and purple and gold galore. They're selling golden urns, silver picture frames, gem-encrusted circlets, all being peddled here like bruised apples and soggy sacks of wheat are, are so commonly sold down in Lower Dura where you'd watched Dirge speak only four, four or five days prior now. The smells of spices from exotic plants tickle your nose and scarves made of the rarest materials float and flap like banners in the breeze up here. Entire dry-aged shanks of magically fattened swine and sheep hang like gibbeted prisoners next to crates of wine with labels showing fruits and locations you don't even know of in all of the world. Speckled here and there throughout are benches, tables, and chairs all bolted to the platforms, and those dressed in the frock of nobility lounge while master servants and butlers shop. Clearly, this is not a primary source of entertainment or shopping, grocery, or otherwise for the folk that must live here. But it is the nearest diversion, a place to a simple walk to get to that does not involve hundreds of miles of steps or flying and as such. Simple diversions, places to spend your coin. But still... There's no estate in sight here. There's no nothing like what Silleria's grounds entail. You have a you have a sense where Kedra and Brazna ultimately leading you, um, having not been to the Medani estate yet at this point. Um, you have a sense of where of what it was, but in your imagination, you're like, well, how many grand like open estate grounds can there be like Silderia's? There's supposed to be 60 of these families? So you're not entire, entirely sure where you're being led at this point, truly. But, um, as you're walking through, um, Brosnan's, you know, quiet. His, his eyes are darting around, making sure he's standing very, very near to you, more close than would be appropriate for no, a noble woman and then as such. And he is by no means dressed appropriately. Even, the, even the, the, the guards that you see speckled around here, city watch or paid person, mercenaries, are all dressed very, very well. He's still in his red shirt, laces, laces, undone a leather um, vest over, over him, undone, you know, some blonde curly hues sticking up, wind ruffling his uncombed hair, 
But his eyes are looking around to make sure that, that you two are safe, as are the eyes of, above you, you imagine. As are Ickies. As are Ickies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is eye? do you have um, one, one white, one black raven I both do. watching right now? Yep. Okay. Is there anything that, that you would like to, to do or say as Rosin is just sort of gently le- le- leading you through this thoroughfare? I'd be shooting the shit. Okay. That's all. He seems quite dist- he does not seem to be particularly good at in- engaging in conversation while being a guide while watching out. Um, so he gives mostly gruff responses and, and the such. But you know, knowing him, it's not gruff in a, dis- in a dismissive way. It's more, I don't have enough brain cells to f- fully f- focus. I would be picking on him once. and every once in a while I'd be like, why isn't she wearing a shirt? And about five seconds later he'll stop and go, wait, who? Where? Oh, you missed it. She went inside. Noble people. Come on now, come on now. Two minutes later. Look, there's another one. What is with these noble women? She just went down that alley. Well, no, no, we're not being distracted. <clears throat> Annie's foray through this eclectic makeshift market is fairly brief, though, as Brosnan leads her quick, quickly through the maze of stalls to a more main thoroughfare upon this massive stone semicircle that juts out like a dock on this this place. You can see the grandiose archway. Again, as I said, there's towers and whatnot all around, but they're all sort of built or offshoots or whatnot from the ground around a superstructure that is the central plateau, um, almost like a massive, unbelievable tower itself. And you see this archway clad in bronze and silver, designs of griffins and unicorns and basilisks and all manner of other emblems. As you are indeed walking toward it, you see that the keystone at its very apex is a, nearly 30 feet up, is an, an inverted trapezoid, large and silvery, shimmering in the sunlight here through the clouds, with gilded filigree that reads the mithril towers. Indeed, there are towers and spires all around, as there always were. But as Brosnan begins to lead Anaxoria through the through the, the archway, she quickly realizes that the inscription denotes a yet-to-be-seen wonder. This area of upper central plateau was is it seems mostly hollow. Not entirely a surprise. Everything here seems to be be hollow, even the large walls. Hence here. As you step in, the curved walls near the upper third of this massive hollowed-out space are further hollowed-out as gaps for natural light to slip in. Though the gaps have bars around them that are so tight, they're almost more like grates of a sewer. It gives a, a bit of an unsightly view to it, but you imagine that people that are this high up, this in here are looking for a bit of safety. They, they, they don't just want anything flying in if they could get this place. But it does allow in, in some natural light indeed, but magical um, 
lanterns provide most of the light in this place. Continual flames and other more eclectic amorbs on um, pillars that just bathe this place in light. If Annie was not already so familiar with the court city's propensity for massive architecture that contains smaller but still large buildings, she would have been shocked, perhaps. But after being in the, in the royal palace, this is almost commonplace for her. Now, the archway leads through a brief passageway that then opens up into a massive space that matches even that of the royal palace. And like the, the palace, there are other structures within. An entire estate, cobblestone walkways, stone houses and gardens, all gently blocked by a black wrought iron fence that stretches upwards about 20 feet, which only serves to enhance the height of the buildings beyond the largest topping, maybe 40 feet, maybe you know four stories, five or so perhaps even, and the roof to the enormous enclosure itself nearly 30 feet up beyond even that. The black iron gate sports a coat of arms that shows a rolled parchment, an eagle feather quill, and a cockatrice. A naked-looking chicken, uh, frank, frankly, together heralding that of House Civis. A bit of a curiosity, perhaps, um, but Annie knows this mark from banners and just from being with, 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 with Elkris for so long. But Brosnan, while at first their journey seems to be going right toward that, he very quickly, it is, it is not. He continues his trek following the gently curved wall, which is reminiscent to Annie of the dome, being within the um, dome, the high structure, though this is nowhere near as high as that. And she's realizing that there's no way that I mean, the entire plateau superstructure is far larger around than just this, while impressive, enclosure. The royal palace could fit within the central. So what, I mean, what are we seeing here? Well, as Brazen leads the way around the, the inner curved wall, <clears throat> a, a couple minutes more walking, you see another archway. Though this one is less audacious as as the first that was more on the outside and only 20 feet in height. And as Annie is being led to that one, she can see as she, her eyes follow around. Now the center of this place is still that grand civis estate. You can see another archway. And as you look through and kind of between the, the um, civis buildings, you see yet another archway, at least two more here. And if you were a, if you were a guessing person based on spacing, there's probably at least one more that you can't see from here. As you and Brosnan walk through this secondary archway, only a minute or two more before you see another state. All still built within this grand superstructure here. Grass this time, this time instead of stone floors. With a sparse selection of trees, of trees even, small ponds, even a bab, you can, you can hear the light tinkling of a, a waterfall, obviously either me mechan mechanical or magical 
in nature. More holes are cut into the superstructure via the hollowed out walls to, to let in additional light from outside, but the n narrow bars on those gaps would prove difficult for any to slip, to slip through. No additional gateway or fence bars the pathway toward the, the, the green estate grounds paved with stone and brick and a symbol of the basilisk, the coat of arms, indeed, for house the down. You count no less than a half dozen structures that you can see just from now, all similarly of wood and brick and stone. But, but Brazen is leading you straight on toward the largest right at the forefront. Though it's only two stories in, in, in height, making it seemingly less impressive than the um, Civis. Um, to your surprise, perhaps, the construction is less that of a, a castle that you may expect, and more that of a grand lodge, perhaps a guild hall. Um, though it's several times the size of the, of the guild hall back in Heimat. To your relief, after all this walking on, and uncertainty, a familiar face is standing upon the large semicircular semi wooden porch um, waiting for you. Elkaris's tired face showing a smile, a sincere smile at seeing her. Perhaps some glee even in seeing her appraisal of his ancestral home. Brosnan takes a, takes a step back to allow you to lead the um, way forward. Though he's still quite close to you, it seems that the imminent danger is significantly um, less in th this place. Elkaris steps down the um, three or four, four wooden steps off of his semicircular uh, porch, if you will. Calling it a porch seems ri ridiculous. A porch is a thing that you see in, a, in an old farmhouse. You have a few chair, chairs on and maybe a rotten a rot horse for a kid. This is a significant establishment on this already very impressive lodge-like manor as he steps down to, to greet you. What do you think? I'm going to pull on his earlobe faster than he can push me away. I'm going to say, sometimes I forget oh. you're a lordling. What? Is it the scar? No. It's the other activities that you do better than most noblemen I know. Hmm. Gambling and drinking. Oh, I am... I'm better. Uh, I know how much is appropriate to, to do of both, and that makes me better, I would say. I would agree. Thank you, Rosalind. All good? Yeah. Uh, tell Kedra you two can just take the day off. As you wish. He'll turn and make his way back out. Again, almost... And an eyesore. And as you see him walk in these large archways in this large area, you do see that there are no further um, archways in this. It seems that walking through to that central one on the Mithril Towers where Hosivis is, it seems that there the other archways probably lead to one more estate each. Just like Sivis to want to watch everyone's coming and going. That's an interesting way of putting it. Well, can't gossip if you don't have information, right? 
I won't even begin to guess how Sisyphus got got that. But frankly, uh, I think we are more than more than happy to not be front and center, you know, gawking eyes, and all that. Anyways, and he gently tugs on on Thorier. I will have been looking to see if I see any faces in any of the windows. By the way. Um, you see some, perhaps, but you don't see any faces that you recognize that are peering to, to stare at you. But there may be some here and, and there fl- fl- flitting past. Maybe maybe even some that, 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 that are indeed, like, looking. But it doesn't look like this was a... It does not appear that this was a grand homecoming for you. No. No, mainly I'm just watching for prying eyes. That's all. Gently tug, tug on your your ear, and put his hand on your shoulder and gesture grandly toward the lodge-like manor place. Welcome to the basilisk den, seat of House Medani for many centuries. He scoops up your hand in his in in his and kisses your knuckles. Was the the journey here as as Boring as I hoped it was. Even more. Good, then, that they did their job. My apologies for not meeting you personally. Uh, suffice to say, the dragon marks have become quite reclusive, at least the patriarchs and matriarchs as of late for safety purposes. Seeing me flying around out there could uh, put a tar- target on my back as well as yours. Uh, not to say we won't have a plenty of opportunity to leave together, but uh, safety first. I, f- I figured it was in order this time. Makes sense. Plus more time to work, so. There's always that. There's always that. Well, what do you think? It's cute. You forget. I love what you've done with the place. Yes, yes. In my... In my uh, grand reign over the house, the first thing I did was rip up every brick and just place wood there. Yeah, to make earth comfortable, right? Speaking of, of which, I noticed that they're not... No, they left a few days ago. I'm partially relieved because I didn't want them to be here. They can, t- they can take care of themselves. I was going to ask you if they were staying in the palace or in the apartment, but they, they left. Business of their own, I take it? Yes. Norwin will more than likely be back in a few days for a short amount of time. I will be here for some time. In the city, I mean. Okay. A few months. Well... Good. You know, for my job and such. You're beating up to something, my dearest. Something better said in private, more than likely. You just see the. Want to see the outside? You already want to see the the bedroom? Shouldn't we ha- have a bit of a uh, looks look see first? Well, I've been cooped up with Eklund for days, so. You weren't taking a look-see there, were you? No. He will take your pack and sling it over his back and say, 
Would you prefer to drop to, to, to drop this off and speak in private first, or would you prefer to uh, have a tour? Patriarch's choice. Let's do a tour for first. I don't mind carrying this. You don't you, you, you don't travel too heavy. The information will always be there. Very good. Well. He will. Fuck you, doing? Yeah. I'm gonna grab some wine. Please do. Because it's staring at me. Oh, there we go. That's why I wasn't showing up. By the way, I've never seen a dog more comfortable than Loaf looks right now. He is laying on two blankets with his feet on the pillow. Oh my. I know how much you like houses. House I do like there. house maps. I think you'll find this one quite enjoyable then. Oh, I finished this coffee now. Nice thing to have at 7.30 at night. I think I'm ready for my sip as well. Well, we've been going to bed quite early, so. Hmm? We've been going to bed early, or at least not, I have. Not me. That's a better reason than last night. I feel like I'm a bit jittery now. My hands are a bit vibrating. Don't say anything personal because always might be listening to this eventually, but. Oh no, I'm texting Carol because she's wondering why her plants are dying. Okay. It's because it's her. Because she brings death. step up to, to together through and you can see what I mean now about the the relative size of this place here oh okay it's sort of, calling it a, a porch is sort of a misnomer but it was the closest thing to, you can think there are um, doors right here, right right here and this is a, a, a not a fence a, a, um, oh my god not wall, a wall with um slats, a wall with with, with bars. What do you, what, like what do you call? Like a latrice or something. Just, what, what, what do you call like 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 this? What is this called? Banister. Banister. There you go. Wooden banister coming around. As you step up the stairs, you do indeed see a nice little table over here with a little fire pit pit in the center. Coals, in fact, that can be lit. Plants, benches, the whatnot. Another one of its ilk over there, currently unused. There are six guards up up here, though. Uh, or, yes, 
uh, burly looking paid guards um, for males to, to women. And they just um, nod as Elkris will lead you within. And he will show you around. He explains as, as you go that this is that this central building, um, the Basilisk Den, um, is where some of the more important Medanis live. And it's also where their most um, loyal guardsmen sleep and keep their um, um, weapons and the such. But it has a variety of purposes. Um, the rest of the family lives in the other um, buildings that you saw, which are mostly um, bedrooms, kitchenettes, small eating chambers, and the, and the such. And as he leads you within, you see this beautiful um, um, flowers and plants here. You see maps. You see iconography of the of the clan, the house. One of these, in fact, would be an ancestral family line, a very detailed-looking family tree, that offshoots and, and and whatnot tapestry, in fact. You see stairs here that you'll have to figure out where they go in the future. Coming up to a statue. A, a member of the fam family that, that he, he'll explain is, is one of the original um, founders of House Mcdani a millennia and a half prior. Nice little entry foyer. He asks if you are, if you are hungry. No, I ate lunch. Perhaps later, though. Good. Well... He opens up the door here, just pushes open easily, and you see the dining chamber here, focusing on this area here. Seats for 10 plates, cutlery and whatnot at the ready. An entire bar of, of wine over, over here, a rack of it. Each bottle you imagine being fairly expensive, and in fact, you um, recognize the um some of the labels as being ones that he has um ferreted over to the apartment in, in the past quite quite good stuff a whole cart of, of teas and whatnot over here and he will come up here and say of course we can we can also eat here by the on fire have conversation more wine more teas coffees foods and whatnot who all lives in the house currently? Well, me, my um, my father, my 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 aunt and uncle, and some others that I can introduce you to if they're here. But let's see, what else is there here? So he comes out here, and you see a nice opening and doors. The hill swing open, and you see a beautiful little little pond with a um, um, lily pad and some of the croaking of frogs. You're sitting out here, a fountain. Come over here, a nice little sitting area, and wraps back around, back where you started. Coming up, then. He will lead you into the kitchen itself. 
a place where perhaps you wouldn't usually go, but you see he's sort of um, um, reveling a small amount in showing you, I'm not just a, a dude in an apartment. Uh, though you also have to remember that he left this. He was like, I don't want this. I, he left it. Um, as you walk in, you see, well, this. You see all these fresh breads and vegetables and, and meat shanks and, and whatnot as you walk in. And he says, ah, Sazikiel. And, and he introduces you to the family butler, a loyal a major halfling. So you immediately kill him. Uh, we'll hire a different one. Love it. What race do you approve of? Half orc. Oh, that's the only one. Um, a loyal, uh, a major half halfling named Sazikiel here. He's wearing a fine, like powder bl- um, blue coat with sort of like those. Um, I, I don't know the word, the word like like not an app, but you know the uh, powder. Pump, uh, the little pamplemousse. Pamplemousse. I lo- love that. Pretty sure Thing. that's what it's called. Hanging out here, uh, powder blue. Uh, fine, sorry. Fine powder blue coat with pamplemousse and brass buttons and a primly combed hair and a mustache. Both um, white. Looks like he could almost be a lord of some some manner himself. Ah, uh, Master Elkris, it is. Very good, good to see. Is this the the lady of, of, of the house? And he says, we've talked about not referring to Anaxor as last lady of the house. But yes, this this is Anaxoria Ahura. If she takes my uh, hint, she will be staying here for some some time. He has his his hand on your shoulder and gives it a little squeeze. But I imagine we have yet to discuss that, that ourselves. I will hold out my hand to shake the butler's hand. He will bow deeply to you, but then will accept the hand, the tips of, of the hand at least, and you could do a, a, a firm little, you know, waggle. And I'll it. say, Anaxoria Zenzi. You can call me Annie. Anaxoria Zenzi. And he looks at Elkaris with this like raising bushy eyebrows and the one dropping, which just accentuates how raised the other, the other an incredulous face that seems to say, you don't even know her last name, dude. <laughs> um, Elkris says, he just, he doesn't say anything, he just kind of, you can see him looking at you with a quizzical smirk. It's a long story. One I plan on telling you tonight. Lady Anaxoria Zenzi then, or perhaps it's fine, you can call her. Let's compromise, says Ezekiel. Lady Annie. Lady Annie, very good. Well, is there anything I can can get you? Would you like uh, uh, anything that you see in the kitchen that is is ready? Feel free to take. I can have something made for you at a moment's notice. Or if it is uh, wine, uh, anything here is yours as long as you are here. I appreciate it. Can I get you anything? No, I'm good. Thank you. You're sure? Yes. Very good. If you change your mind, Sazikiel is here to do better. Thank you, Sazikiel. 
Tim, one more time. Get that trout out of there! Then he turns and begins to deal with some trout issues. Of course, is smiling. He's a good one. He seems like it. Yes. All right, let's continue our our way. Stepping through, through here, I'm here. He points out that there are indeed horses up here. Just a couple that can help transport things and objects and such. Um, Vitria is indeed in their small um, stables up, up here as well. Um, you don't go to that space right now. There's stairs that lead lead upwards. He'd probably skip this. Just mention that it's um, storage. Make your way, way back around here and he will knock on this closed door. You hear a voice. Who is it? Now is that any way to speak to your... I'm joking. It's it's me. Oh, Erevar, you brute. As you hear the door um, um, open up and that dark um, that dark-haired... Oh, actually, hold on a sec. Dark-haired? I might be no, mistaken myself they there. I think they're like, both... They're both blonde, blonde like yep. Eklund. Yes. Yes. Elk's father was dark hair. Yes, straight. Yes, 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 yes. I remembered him for some reason I thought dark hair. But no, even as I said it, that didn't seem right. But you see the kindly face of Kriegwallen um, married into the DM family, opening up the door here. And beyond her, you see sitting at the um, at the um, desk, um, Iravar. Indeed, um, Elkaris's aunt and uncle and Eklund's parents. Looking, you can definitely see the resemblance right there. And you're like, oh, you left him, and here, here you are with, with, with his folks. That's a little bit strange. Iravar looks, looks up. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. In good health? Oh, as well as can be expected. And you indeed see the um, scrolls, the documentation, the, the um, bookshelf over over here a door which is a bit ajar that you can't quite see what's what what see what's in it you do see a wardrobe here that is open showing clo- clothing so though while you cannot see the inside you would imagine that there's if there's clothing here there's likely this is where they would sleep and an office and sleeping chambers in one for them Wallen says says can we get you anything no, I'm good, but thank you. Would you like to come in and see the um place? It's, I suppose, Elkaris says it's fine, Aunt. I, I, I think I think she can see it, it, not enough here. But you are the first that I've introduced her to. Well, minus Ezekiel, if, if you count him. Of course, you count count him. He's part of the family. Far a lot longer than you have been, young man. I will be going like this. I understand. I did not mean. Well, what you mean and what you say can be two, can be two very different things, Lord Patriarch. Yes, not. I'm jesting with with you. Well, don't let our. Uh, I suppose. I suppose I don't know your history. Um, and sorry, it was yes. Correct. But uh, 
so I don't know what you'll make of the um place, but I'm sure if we'll see you more around, perhaps. I would hope so. Is anything? If you see me in the hall, the hallway, feel feel free to to stop me. Say say hello. We can we, we can talk. And if you need anything, uh, don't let the don't let the others judge you or poo poo you. Okay. I would never. My son speaks very highly of you. I've had the rare opportunity to commune with 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 him, as if divining from the gods themselves over the last couple of days, uh, once once or twice, and I didn't expect to see you so soon, but he, I want you to know that he speaks very highly of you and says without you at his side and the queen's side, it would be near impossible for, for him to be sane still. He's a good man. You did a good job on both of them, and for that I thank you. <laughs> she looks over at Elkaris, who's <laughs> nodding now. <laughs> She almost blushes and says, I hardly even know that he's my son these days, but it's good to know that you think highly of, of him. I see the resemblance. Well, it must be these. He, he, here, she, she grabs her, her hair and then smooths, smooths it back out. My dear, we were discussing, um, and she says, yes, 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 business, business, business. And you do recall that uh, they are both work for the house as investigators. And while you cannot know what's on these um, parchments and, and, and scrolls, you have an imagination that there's plenty of work for, for folk like this to be doing. Well, enjoy yourself. You too. So I'll close the door and turn and sit down, upside down, presumably. Ah, doing a soft start, I see. Meaning? The easiest ones first. Well, I didn't even know if they were if they were home. How would you not know that? Aren't you the patriarch? Yes, and because of that, I make all of my subjects wear bells, and I can tell by the, by the tone of each exactly which cat is is leaving. No, I don't know who's who's coming and going. Goodness. Gotta work on that. Well, I'll let you let you work on that if it's just so important to you. Give me two days. He smiles and steps th through a door here, out to a little area here, a, a well to get fresh water, though how in the gods it comes from up the tower this high, you don't know, but you know mechanisms and magic m m must be at work. Um, you, had, you did see flying through this, um, what you almost thought was a very elaborate bat, like bath balcony, an entire uh, ridge that goes around the central the superstructure, almost like gutters, but again, in normal terms, you'd call it gutters, but these are gutters that are big enough for people to, to, like to swim in. Yes, aquifers, aqueducts, perhaps. And you imagine that as it, it, it bains, it's collected and shunted down and it holds the um, 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 reservoir. And he, 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 he can explain this to you, that as it, it, it bains and collects, once it reaches a certain pressure, it will transfer through tubes. That's what makes so it does not over, over, overflow. It transfers naturally. Now in times of drought, when there's no you know, water to, to, to be had, things get a little bit, a little bit tricky and water has to be trans transported up. But um, 
and Elkaris would muse that without the uh, storm spires, that may be a very real concern for not only things as as mundane as this, the waters needed everywhere, even this high up. The we've not had to worry about a drought when it comes to our crops for centuries now. But anyways, that's not why you are here. These are trees. Yes. I'm going to pat one on the trunk. Norman would love this. He can walk through through trees, right? Yep. Any possibility that you could find your own way of of traversal here that doesn't involve him walking through a tree into our courtyards? Just chew on that. Don't don't sing anything now. And he will come on now. Open it up and lead you. And he will knock on a door here. And you see a little bit of like steam. And you're like, is this another kitchen? There's a little bit of steam come, come, coming off the bottom, though not a lot. And he'll say. Must be empty, though. I'm surprised that there's steam then in, in that, that case. And he will push open, and the heat immediately wafts, almost wafts over you as you see what is essentially a sauna. A this side, a large sauna. Just and at first, your eyes are, are, are stung by just not expecting heat and moisture to to, to wash. Your your hair begins to freeze. Like, calm down, bitch. Um, but as you Step as he gestures for you to step inside. You see exactly that hot coals that are, and you're like, what a what a tremendous waste, um, for no one to even to to be here. But then you do see a figure through the uh, um um steam, which is now much of it dissipated now. Now that the the door has opened, you see a figure sitting over here. Uh, mostly naked, but there is a a short tall towel around the um, waist thing. Goodness, and a familiar-ish voice say, "Close that damn door!" And as your eyes adjust, you do see Elnaji here. Of course, his father, in case the name yep. not. And Elkris, you immediately. You don't see it, but you sense the tension all of a sudden. He didn't know his father here. He, maybe he should have a bell. Um, but the door stays open. The the heat and and, and, and steam is gaping as you see um, Naji, the, the source of the voice. Close that damn door. And naturally, you see a bottle next to, next to him as well. And a, and a, a glass next to that. He is a gentleman. After all, and it's a small little thing as he takes a sip. Mmm. Well, well, well. Your new thing has made an appearance. As I tend to do. You, you know, look. if you sit in here too long, you're going to dry out. Well, you, that's what all the moisture is for, my dear. <laughs> Please, 
Join me, but take all that that off. There's to towels you can you, you can grab. It will do wonders for your, your your pores and your hair. Not that you need anything of the sort, my dear. You're ravishing, as always. It is good to see you. It's wonderful to see you. Boy, close that door, would you? It's a sauna. Have, have you ne never known? It's the simplest of things. Chris says, we're just, I'm just showing her the estate, Father. Oh, well. You can see the state of the estate. Fine. As always, my, my dear. Anorexia. So, please. Find your way back if, 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 you, if you choose. Well, we see you at dinner, Father. Naturally, naturally. I need uh, something to go along with the wine. I'll, I'll plan for the, the time. Very good. Don't judge me, boy. We'll see you later then, Father. Don't judge me, boy, as Elkris will gently tug on your elbow. Yes, close the door on me once again. <laughs> as the doors close. And without saying anything, Elkris will perhaps more hard than he should kind of shove you this direction. Because um, you can indeed hear his voice mumbling whatnots um, through the, the door as Elkris will guide you around the corner here. Take it he's not doing any jobs right now? No, he is. His station demands that he has something, but let's just say for years now it has been assigned Meaningless nonsense. What, investigating the liquor cabinet? I'd rather we not speak about him right now. I want this to be a happy memory for us. Of course. I would not. I thought that having a, a sauna all to yourself may be an uh, attractive endeavor, but instead I sh showed you the most vile thing in, in this place. It's okay. That vile thing will eventually leave it and doors lock. Maybe he'll 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 even die in there when we be so fortunate. Oof. Anyways, um, here's my childhood. <laughs> he opens a door and steps inside, and you see. Well, again, I love it. You can see what you see right right here. Um, a bed, and he gestures to it lazily. My bed. Cute. Still your bed? You cannot understand why I got an apartment and such. It's not uncommon for those of, of us. Um, family here tends to be quite tight and space is limited. I mean, it's a wonder that we have and stay with, within this spire and all this nonsense within the central upper plateau, but, uh, well, here, and he leads you over around here and opens the door, and he says, my father's bedroom, Ooh. and it's not going to look like, you know, this, it's a, the bed will be not, actually, that's not true, because the servants Butler would do it, yeah, the maids would do it, so it does look actually quite pristine, and, but he will say, I guarantee you, he does not leave a label like this when he leaves. Do you still have to share a chamber with him? No. 
But we'll 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 get there. You're you're rushing to the end. I was just very worried for a second. He puts both hands on your own cheeks and says, "Anaxoria, oh, Zenzi. Zenzi, will you stay with me here in the Basilisk's den, sharing a wall with my drunken father?" Thought you'd never ask. Him <laughs> kiss you before you. you it's sealed in stone. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were, you were saying I didn't... Oh, I was to going to just offer Earth and Norman's apartment, but... Uh, while we have the, the the moment, then he'll close the, the um, door. I do want to hear about this, this Zenzi thing, but um, I'll be very frank with, with you. I'm not a jealous sort. I hope that's clear to you. Um... I'm usually not a protective sort, but being the city, the shithole that it is right now, I will admit to you that I'm very reticent to have you staying in an apartment by yourself. It was one thing when Norwin and Raphael were there, and I have, despite anything else I may, may say, about them, if they are at least as apt as I've seen them in action, then I would think you'd almost be safer there, the, the three of, of you, than, than here with all of us. Perhaps not, though. The point is, while they are not here, I would ask, I have no right to demand anything, I would ask that you share this place with me. Not this place, <laughs> not that bed, but I would ask that you stay here in the basilisk den. We have guards, we have a family that is very good and apt at seeking for subterfuge and, and traps. I imagine, I would not be surprised if you if you tell me that you'll be staying full-time in the um palace. I don't know what your plans are, but if you're going to let me have any say in it whatsoever, I would simply ask that. The apartment is yours and they can stay it's pay empty. I'll even pay the um the the rent to make it easier on you. But I would feel much better myself if you would stay here with with me. Well, I don't know how Lord Zenzi will feel about that, but oh, so maybe we should have that that conversation no, right now. Of course, I figured I'd be staying here. You know, I don't know Douglas or Todd, but they make a damn fine bourbon, and he will ask if, if you would like a, a dram. Of course. He'll give you the glass, then he'll take two big swigs, and then he'll pour a little bit for himself. I figure it's about time to stop using my parents' last name and start using the last name of the woman who raised me. I thought you were raised in the nunnery, uh, in the, the, the dome. Yep, by Mother Superior. Oh. And he gets this sheepish look on his face as he holds up his fingers and he takes a, a deep sip and f fills it halfway back up again. Yeah, so your cousin and your I, cousin are meeting my mother before you are. I literally thought that her last name was Superior. Oh, no. No, that's her title. I assume mother was her. I, I thought it was a little bit strange. That would be like me saying mother father drunken fuck but uh 
now I feel quite silly. Mother is her title, but so is superior. Mother Correct. superior. She's the head of the entire church. Well, in my defense, you didn't tell me this. True. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I feel feel foolish, and I'm sure that one day when I do meet her, you will tell her the story, and then we will all laugh about that. So, to be clear, Anaxoria Zenzi. Yes. Can you spell that for me? Z-E-N-Z-I. Zenzi, exactly as it sounds. Plus, being related to poisoners from the East isn't exactly appealing to me. Uh, I am all on board with the name change, and now is the best time time for it. After all, I hear you have a new job. Are we saving that conversation for yes. the end, though? All right. Well, my child childhood, uh, many chambers here in this, in the Basilisk Den, do indeed have beds and desks and whatnot. They also have meeting tables for more in-depth things. Yes, there are times when I, as a child, was sitting on this bed with my, my, my journals, my books, my, my toys, and my father would be having meetings, a.k.a. playing cards to the side there. It's just the way of it here. You are... I was going to use the word ingratiated, but maybe indoctrinated would be more appropriate um, into the family way from a very young age. You better bet that Eklund was likewise often in the room where it happened. Um, the room where it happened. The room where it happened previously. No wonder he never smiles. You can see why both of us left in our own ways. I was a bit more rebellious than him, perhaps. Well, debatable now, right? Mm -hmm. um, it is simply the way of, of things. Anyways, I don't think we'll be spending much time in this room. I hope not. I wanted to look something up. I apologize. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, he will exit and say, "Let's see. So many doors. So many doors." Be be before we go too far, let's let's do a quick stop in here. He'll open. This door, this one of these two double doors, and you do see three figures in in here. Who, just between you and me, if you want, you probably you probably don't want forty eight names of maybe time, but he will introduce you to second cousin, third cousin, um, second aunt, twice removed. You know, family members here, and this is a small swimming pool, and the water is. Fresh. It comes up through um, systems, and aqueducts, and what whatnot. And it is a, um, it is the only swimming pool in the entire Mithril Towers, which houses House Sivis, House Medani, several several other. Not not all the houses are drag dragon marked, but several other houses of import. If you saw the other arch archways coming. Um, it is a bit of extravagance, but our our founder, or at least far, far back, um, Taldor de Migdani, was very much, when he constructed this place, he was very much about this 
he did not believe that people with our talents should be spending them in a castle. Which is funny because nowadays it's viewed very much the, op the, the opposite. That people who can detect poison with a hand wave should be right next to them, king and queen. Hence why Eklund's appointment and decisions makes complete. There have been many times throughout centuries that Midanis have been or the right hand of the, the king and queen employed in, in various ways. But our, our, our founder had it in us that we should be, and the texts even say, that if we, if we build ourselves a castle or a cathedral, we will put ourselves on equal, an equal footing with those that we should serve. You can imagine how popular that is these days. In any case, he was the one that made the general architecture of this place. And uh, it is a reason why we look like more of a guild hall or, or lounge than, well, you saw the Amcibis estate. That's more of a cottage blown up and and add all the, the gold and whatnot that you can to. Though I will say how Civis is, is quite um, reasonable with their spending. In, in any case, if you ever want to take a, a dip and then visit the Amsana, my suggestion would be make sure that you know who is not in either of them. I agree. Exit, come over here. A small um, shrine to um, call, or to the sovereign host in general. I'll just say that the small shrine, a little, little internal shrine here to the the, the sovereign host. Um, the statue uh, um, is of of Boreon, but it also has all of the symbols of them and the general symbol of the sovereign host. And, it's, and he explains that Orion is oftentimes just the default depiction. And what good is a statue without a base? Bring you over here and you see a statue and he wants you to, and there's a plaque um, and words. This this is a statue of Teldor de Medani, a different Medani than what is, is um, and when you first walk, walked in, the founder, very, very aged, um, we're talking a millennium and a half ago, founding of the court city, all that stuff. Getting through here, um, he wouldn't go in these these rooms, but he he would say you you can expect much the same in these two rooms that you saw my father and and I sharing. Um, he would come in here though, and he said this is a meeting chamber for the family when the time calls for, and there's just meeting chamber here, desks, ta tables, and such. Then he comes in here, and he says, "Now this is a bit more fun." Yes, we do tend to dine more privately um, over o over here, sure, because why use our more f our more fancy dining hall when it's just a small number of us? But if we're going to have all the members of a house in one place, what better place than this? And you see that there is um, easily seating here for. 24 plus um, 7, so 31 or so folk here. And this is an, an opening, as you'll see on the second floor, which I have a whole other map for, babe, um, up top, which is um, like a balcony that they can actually see down and see, see within. He said, this is naturally where I will be seated, and you will be seated right next to 
me and we'll have all of our meals. My first my first decree will be all Madani's must dine in this hall from now on and you will you will be front and center. Is this agreeable to you? Well yes, otherwise how are we going to pass out the bells? I don't want to fucking eat in here back if I can ever help it to be honest with you. What about your dances and gauze? He gestures and you do see a little stage here where people can dance or fight if they want to. Whatever, whatever the hell a small stage could be used for. You imagine a small quartet band or, or one supreme cellist or one bard could perform here and all eyes could be on him or her. And then there's over here a, just a, a lounge people can sit. I'm going to zoom out now. You can see the whole thing in its full glory here. Right there. This is, I believe I didn't miss anything. This is the full um, first floor of the Basilisk Den. If you're bored, by the way, we, I, am not. I, I didn't think so. I figured you would, you would like this. I like maps. I wouldn't spend all this time if the, the um, boys were here. Sorry, Belgium, but this is more of a private thing. It's between husband and wife to look at maps together. Oh, maps, maps. Maps, maps, I will maps. say, when, when I found this, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. I need to use this. And then I had the idea, like, I have a feeling Annie is one day going to want to uh, visit his home. And what better place? Oh, we're having a time skip. How about you just stay there? Also, I did, did miss this. The the um, um baths. A single bath chamber, but three private um, baths and also privies over here as such with wet wash basins and whatnot. We'll just say that he'll gesture this this way past that horse that you saw just sort of hanging out there probably transporting food, helping transporting food in here. Gesture this way is where the um, stables are. I'll introduce you to um, Vitria. I, I think you may have met though once or twice. A few times. How's your fingers? Good. I'll bring her some fish. Perhaps that She's but not actually, one that's burned. She's actually allergic to um, fish. Yeah, she looks like she'd yeah. be allergic she looks to fish. She looks allergic to fish. Nuts, though? Nut fiend. All right. She washed them, though. <laughs> um, let this um, load. These are for pretty big maps. They take a little bit to load. So don't look at them. Uh... Ugh. There. I'll be able to tell when it loads because it'll uh, not be fucking blurry. But he'll lead you way over to the corner of them, so that'll be easiest to um, traverse through. There we go. Hey, you're right there. <laughs> Leads you up and over and through. He will knock on these doors. No response. He will he, he will open and show you that this is where um, the um, guards sleep. There are small, small barracks. They also have the, their own guardhouse in the um, estate grounds. They, they, they employ a dozen to total, um, but it makes sense to have a number of them here. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't seem like that many considering how many members, members there are, but he's like, our family is very, very particular about who we hire. And we're all reasonably good at taking care of ourselves, but we do, understand the need for patrols and, and guards, and we even have a few dogs and the such here for things. Um, yeah. He will show you inside here is just where they keep their um, weapons and sharpest to where they dine. 
the guards, and then this is where the um, um, um captain of the guard. Which, by the way, he will knock on this door. Yes, who is it? Alcaris. Oh, by the gods. Yes, and you hear a latch, and a second latch, oddly enough, perhaps, opens up. Yes, my lord. And revealing um, a, a figure that uh, um, Elkris will introduce as Captain Dyer, D-Y-R-R-E, um, Captain Dyer. Um, and he's a middle-aged human with a handsome face with sharp features, a well-fitted jacket with tails that come that tails that come out, though still militant in um de, in de, in design. It looks like there's a more officious um, version of what the guards that you saw outside the doors were were, were wearing. Um, but he wears a deep frown on his mouth, and his face has has like like lines on the sides here. Again, very sharp features. And the front of his mouth is framed by narrow black goatee that come that, that, that comes to a, a point and a pointed mustache here. Not like a curly mustache, just like a little shoop and a soup sort of thing here. Very sharp, hawk-like eyes um, looking at you. Just like piercing through you. This man obviously is human, so he's not a Madani by any, any means, but you can see that the Madanis have appointed a captain of the guard who probably has much, the, much their same skill for insight. Elkris will introduce him. Uh, Anaxoria, Captain Dyer, captain of, of our watch. Captain Dyer, Lady Anaxoria Zenzi. She'll be staying here for a time, so I'd prefer if you keep your... your, your Dagger sheathed as you see her walking around. Pleasure to meet you. Very good. The, pl- the pleasure is mine. He'll bow slightly. He's wearing a wide brim hat with like a pheasant feather coming out the top. Pleasure to meet you as well, my lady. Can I get you anything? No, I'm quite good, but thank you. Looks very uncomfortable asking that, but it's like he, like it's like a Thing that you do when a lady comes to visit, and Elk Alcaris says it's it's fine, Dyer. Thank you. I was just introducing her, and I figured it'd be good that you know. So walk, 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 walk in the halls. Very good. And as you two leave, he will quickly close the door, latch, latch, and you do see a bed, a chair, of a small book open there, and at a desk where he's doing what work he's doing. Do you know I'm not a lady, right? Yes, I know that. I'm not trying to prescribe you something. Look, I'm the one that fled from this from this place in in the first place, and now here I am. All I'm saying is, if you're going, if you want to stay here and be by my side in any capacity, just put the four letters before your name. It'll make everything a lot easier. They probably will ask for your pedigree eventually, and I would prefer if you just. And I will instruct you to avoid that quest question, because frankly, being fished out by a by a nun would just be a strange story. Though I don't say that you shouldn't tell it, I just mean 
maybe just, you know what, I don't need to tell, tell you what to, what to do. You're an adult. <laughs> yes. You'll do what you want to anyways, won't you? Yes. Yes, yes you will. And I wouldn't want it any other way. As you walk through here, it's reminiscent of um, when you were in um, Sleria's um, abode. There was a second floor area where there was just like a, like like um, like art, statues and paintings and tapestries, areas where people could mingle and chat. There's no purpose to this. This waste. You you think how many more rooms could they fit here? But it is what it is. There's a fireplace going. Um, or, or, I'm sorry, that's not right. But that is a, a suit of armor there with some um braziers, chairs. All of these wall pieces are different paintings and, and art and tapestries and such a beautiful chandelier hanging there. Stairs that would would lead downward if you so chose. Come over here and he'll just point out armor and you know this was the um the um sword of Taldor de Medani, though I doubt he used it um well I shouldn't say that I don't really know what our ancestors, ancestor, ancestor would, would have, have done. Maybe there was much more need for Medani's to wield swords back then. But this is claimed to be his. And we'll gesture um to an area where it's not really there right now, but if there was to be a sort of um, invite, a, a gala of sorts here, um, there would also be, be um, snacks and food appetizers set here because this is a common place for people to, to mill about and have conversation. Chairs, small table, book, bookcases, and the such. As he will, how do you get in this place? Oh, there we go. You gotta go back out on the second floor balcony, apparently. Wait, how do you get out there? I don't know if you do. I think this is the downstairs and this is oh, open to that. You're right, you're right, you're right. That is open to that. I didn't realize it for some reason, but you are absolutely right. Cause yeah, that was there and then you could walk, walk this way. Man, I know, I started the map, but somehow I missed that, but you're right. So you'll be able to see it down, downstairs from here as well. Coming around here, um, door opening up and you see a currently unused but you almost have to ha you almost have to laugh you're thinking okay does every nobleman have a, cas a casino in their fucking um space and he'll just shrug and be like it's the the, the way like i said this was more designed as a lounge um, and indeed, the family can gather here, or people can come and, and play cards, but this is mostly unused space, unless we are having guests over. Nothing gets conversation going, and nothing helps information gathering more than two things, drink and gambling. Very true. I will tap the card table and say, I'll play you for information tonight. Every hand I win, you have to tell me something. Deal. I recall distinctly that you do not know how to play hold'em. No, but I am very good at cheating. I'm very good at telling when people are cheating. It's what I do. And I'm very good at acting offended if you call me out on it. Oh, I see. You're going to win this game no matter what happens, aren't you? I might, I might as well, might as well just strip, strip down to my loins already, because you're gonna take me. Oh, no, no, I said work. secrets. 
<laughs> Minx. This is the shitter. <laughs> um, so everyone can heal, hear you crap during craps. Wow, you are a clever lass. Reading here now, this should look familiar, though it's, it's a little bit strange, for sure, because this is the chandelier up here, but down here is where the, the dining room room was. So he, he mentioned this area up here is literally almost never used. But if the entire family is gathering or we're having a grand feast, um, then this area will be used as, as well. And you can easily enough see, or at least here, depending on how good your um, seating is, down down to down there. Again, more tapestry, a little, little harpsichord thing that it looks like it's collected so much in dust. Like, oh, I could play that. And you're like, it's probably way out of tune. Um, and again, just benches and places for people to sit and chat and look on. Because remember, the stage is here, mm -hmm. not pictured. The, and the, um, the table would be over here. So a little, it's like if you go to a wedding and you're kind of in like the really shitty spot. You're probably not um, family of, of them, and you're probably not a dragon mark, but maybe you're a lower noble who gets an invite, and we're not care about, about if you see us, that sort of thing. Still an honor to be here. Um, coming through here. Um, nope, we can't go out there, as you said, but you pointed out very, very well. We already explored all of this area here. Nope. Aha. I should have gone that way. Oh, yeah, I forgot something. <laughs> she can sit here and read books and shit. Come over here, um, and you do see a fair number of uh, maids and butlers going about. I say a fair number, but maybe like six. Uh, but enough that their full-time job to upkeep this whole, all these plants and stuff are very real things with, with dirt and all that jazz. Leading you through through here, um, I will, will RP this a different time perhaps, but he will introduce this place to you as a member of the family that um, this is their sort of private quarters and they are a very highly, um, they are a very skilled age and also a highly religious. It's Eklund's. It's, it's Eklund's, so we're, Eklund lives, absolutely, absolutely. Let's hide a frog in his bed. It is his great, his great aunt Bertha. Simple as that, and she's not here, right, right, right now. As he knocks gently, says, "She's a bit eclectic, um, but who isn't these days?" And he will let you in. You see, all of these candles are lit, and you see the skull of a horned thing here, and you see it, it very much immediately. Like, okay, this is a a witch's den. I'll see the horned thing and like. Ooh. Don't worry, just 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 tell her that those are called for. Those are are taken. Okay. Hasn't stopped her before, but maybe it will this time. I don't know. So we probably shouldn't look around too much, but through the through the doors here would be her private um chambers. Um, Great Aunt Bertha has been around for actually. I call her her great-aunt Bertha, but she's my great-great-aunt. She's the oldest member of the fam family right now, the oldest living member. And she is, uh, this said, uh, very eclectic. And you'll meet her for sure. 
And when you do, she'll probably grab your face, look inside of your mouth, and pluck something from you and maybe take some some blood. Um, those are all very strange things, yes. I just gave Eklund some the other day, so it's fine. Well, you got to stop talking about my co- my cousin this way. I have been stuck with him for four days. We'll get we'll get there. I clearly there's more information what am I, supposed I need to, say? to have. I talked to the wall. Did Eklund ask for your blood, or did you give it willingly? He in, asked for it. Was it in a was it in a vial, yes. or was it? Okay, like I said, not the just sort. So yeah, uh, don't I'm showing I'm showing you all of this so you have an understanding of what Great Auntie Bertha will probably uh, sorry Great Great Auntie Bertha will pro- probably be like. Again, she's skilled. She's powerful. Um, she's a little bit off her rocker though. But uh, when we need a certain amount of scrying or magic done, she's extremely reliable. Hmm. Has there always been a gap that big in between the doors? Yeah, and one of them's not closed all the way. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. And they are that's uneven, huge, too. Huge gap. Yeah, uneven, I thought that's a huge gap. Okay. Yeah. Helps a bit. Okay, out of here before she catches us loitering around. Um, okay, that was the thing I forgot. We saw all of this here. Um, pathways, you can see cobblestone pathways around. Okay, great. He'll lead you through here. We have our own staircase here, naturally. This is where meetings between, say, myself and a number of important people may take place. Uh, I can tell you right now how many times I've sat in that chair and he points to this one specifically while Trellob sat right there pointing to this chair and we talked about, about things. This is essentially my office now because I have, oh, you have a new new job. I suppose it's, it's official now. I am patriarch of the Madani. Congratulations. Thank you. I work really hard for it. Um, he'll come over here and just sort of gesture flippantly toward the um, art, the, 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 the map here of um, Sermonea, Alfheim, uh, like, 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 you know, like the maps that like kind of show like the lower border of that and the sovereign steps a little bit to, to the east there, but mostly Sermonea. Um, which includes a fairly large um, land. You can tell there's other sheets there where there's other maps that there as well and whatnot. It says that's where private meetings will be held, I suppose, but there's also always time for conversation with who knows what here. And then if you want to sit and read a book, I guess that's over there. He's very, it's, it's funny. He's always, he's very like, this, this is a sauna. Are you impressed? Then he's like, oh, this is my enormous office where four bedrooms could be, and I guess that's what it is. Um, yeah. You can exit through this way here. Did I miss anything here? Nope. Uh, yeah, kind of. You can come through this door here. You just see a sitting area, a desk, a sitting area, and a, a balcony here, which does look out to outside. You remember that from here previously. So this is just general use. Um... And then he would say, okay. 
you open up these double doors here. And this is for more private meetings of a sort. Yes, I know I have an office now, but have you ever needed an office as much as you need a couch? <laughs> He'll gesture here and say, this is a couch, and this are people who keep looking talks, a bookshelf, and a map here. You see the same maps over here are right here, um, but much, much, much older and less used, probably dust collecting on them. Small table here, bookshelves where he does, where he can do, or you imagine, this is most, and he even says, this is, a lot of things are still in disarray here. Um, he only moved in after Trump's death, and it wasn't the day after. It was actually only in the last four days he's moved in. So a lot of this is just Trellib stuff. It has been there for decades and decades. Um, seating here, again, it's kind of messy right now the fireplace here would not be going would not be going here he will he will open up this door and say and this could be your private room it would be just your bed private room this is where Trellib's um children would be or child would be if he if he'd ha had any did he ever get married no he was uh he could not conceive a child Freak of genetics, I suppose. A freak of uh, divine providence, if you believe in such such things. That the man who would become patriarch would learn afterward that he could not bear his seeds were barren. How did he learn that, if not for trying? Oh, he tried and blamed women. And after the fourth or fifth or sixth, um, it became quite clear. And then there were physicers that died. Let's just say it was, a, it was a whole thing and family squabble. Hence why it's not his line directly that had to lead this. And that's why he began to look very intently at Eklund and myself. That makes sense. Yes. So uh, free to use this if you choose to. Um, I, however will be sleeping and he will throw open these doors here and you see by far the largest bedroom and a large bed with four pillows and then some some throw pillows here i however will be sleeping here a changing curtain more couches here for lounging or sitting or or whatnot um a, a nice rug the, the fire here is very low it's wouldn't be roaring it's just like a bare bare embers the room is a little bit cold but enough warmth coming from here enough it very much feels like this was cold and disused whereas this at least has been occupied though the bed is pristinely made you imagine nothing would be made more pristine than the patriarchs um you also see a seat here with like a um, thrown afghan folded over the top and, and, and a book that is closed but has a, a bookmark in it right now. And again, he says, you can have this all you want, but I will be sleeping here. Looks lonely. So sorry. Okay, good night. And I'm going to feign turning around and walking away. <laughs> you shan't take me so easily, devil. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want something? Well, I have four more levels, subterranean, 
of this play. No, I'm 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 joking. That's the extent of the Basilisk Den, and frankly, there's not really much for you to see in the in the others. Not not that not that they're not grand in their own ways, but uh, this is the hub, if you will. So now that we have established our location, and he will just flip a simple latch. I mean, this is the blocks of you over here. This is just a simple wooden latch. Just flips. And sits there over here though he will lock a more um it's kind of funny it's like an actual thing there and he will uh come over to here open it up and say well i for one have have finished my drink i could use another oh what do you what do you know douglas and todd i'll pour a bit for himself and you and he will. Do you do you prefer couch or bed or fireplace or? Gods know we have enough places now to sit. Let's start on the couch. Logical, but the question, Anaxoria, as it is everywhere here, is which couch? We have this fine one here, but if you want to stare at at, at a, a map of the world, we could simply go through those doors and explore that option. I've looked at maps enough the past four days. Let's stay in here. Good choice. He will come over here, though, as he gestures for, 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 you, to, for you to sit. He'll come over here and grab one of those um, bellows and just... We see a few sparks and flames lick up a bit. There's no, there's no fresh wood per se, but it's enough to just add a little bit more heat here and relight those embers as he drops that carelessly on the ground and then comes over and will sit. Uh, if we assume that you're here, he'll sit here sort of thing. So you kind of like how we are right now. What, what do you know? Sorry for the long monologuing and map showing, but I know that you would enjoy that. And uh, what a nice date night for a um, Saturday. It is a beautiful home. I'm kind of relieved that you saw that. Because I'll admit, I don't care how nice it is, the place where you... Where you grow up always leaves a stain on you. I can acknowledge empirically that this is a beautiful place. Eclectic, different in its in its own way. Not by any means the manners and estates of of the others, though all are, are a bit unique and different in their own way. Um, I hate it. At the same time I acknowledge its beauty and simplicity and comforts. And I'll admit, I was, I was a little bit uh, unsure how you would take the whole thing. And also, I was unsure of how somebody as fiercely independent as you would take my strong suggestion and hope that you would stay with me. But once you saw the enormous ungodly bed, I knew that you would have no choice. Yes, I'm looking forward to sleeping under it. Although I do admit it is what lives in the home that I adore the most. My Pretty father sure you is, a, oh, is oh. A, a heavily cared for individual, isn't he? 
maybe too heavily. So, my dearest, now that we are here to, to get together, locked in a room, you've seen the place, you've met several of my family, you've met a, a very, very fine um, pastor servant who will take care of any need that you, you have. You seem to have begrudgingly accepted the moniker of Beatty while changing your own last name before me. We haven't spoken in days. I... This has occurred since the dome, and I don't believe I've seen you for more than 20 minutes since then. I will admit to you something, that I have been speaking almost nonstop since seeing you, because I'm almost anxious to hear what you have to say. But, with that said, Douglas and Todd are here to keep my mouth company for now and I would love to hear every word that you are willing to spill with me please we do need to use the restroom if we need to pause and start again sounds good I'll pause start again and I will turn on some crackling fireplace music bathroom break <laughs> <laughs>